Warning. The following podcast contains language which is suitable for adults and mature children only. Please listen at your own risk. Every day, hundreds of amusing stories escape the roving eyes of the general public to fester in the hidden corners of the internet. Until now. One team of unqualified friends has taken it upon themselves to expose these stories to a wider audience, to be referenced at dinner parties and uncomfortable gatherings at work. These brave explorers are the Internuts, and this is... The Internuts Podcast. Oh, hey there. It's me, Chris. I'm your host, and this is episode 16 of the Internet's podcast. If you're wondering why it's just me at the moment, it is because there was a glitch while recording the last episode, and it cut off the first five or so minutes of the recording process with my guests. So unfortunately, it cut off the introductions for friend of the show and returning guest Ken Swanson, and also the beginning of the introduction for brand new guest Milo Shaft. So basically, to get you up to speed, Ken Swanson is on the show, so get ready for that. Uh, And we just sort of shot the bullshit for a little while. And uh, new guest Milo Shaft, as it turns out, is a third-string alternate for the 2014 Olympic curling team. And I think that's about all we know about him at this point. So let's hop in that time machine and go back to when the recording started working. Enjoy! Milo, you're in the running, I guess, for the 2014 Winter Olympics for curling. Yeah. What are the odds that somebody would get hurt curling and that you would have to sub in? Let's just say there'd have to be a heat wave and the ice would have to melt and a guy would still have to run and try to do his brooming technique, which is called brooming. That sounds right. Um, let's just say if uh, he goes down, I'm on the next plane there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we have the last guest here tonight with us. Final guest is a comedian, or a comedian, if you're a creep. Oh. Uh, she, she's performed at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. She's the co-host of Laughs on Fairmont, right here in Philadelphia. Uh, please welcome Carolyn Busa. Hi, oh, Carolyn. hi. <laughs> there she is. How are you, Carolyn? Great. Happy to be here. How's it going on the internets? It's as good as can be expected. Great. <laughs> uh, what's new with you? It's been a good week so far. I also just found out I'll be going to the uh, Women in Comedy Festival in Boston in March. So very exciting. You all can in. tell in my voice how excited I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, there's some guys there, but mostly ladies. How do the guys make it to the ladies' festival? Maybe they sit on the couch, as they say. Is that what they do? <laughs> What's that Hollywood term? Oh, the old casting couch. There it is. <laughs> I'll vote on that one. I like that they sit, too. Yeah, <laughs> they don't do anything. They just sit there. Have some Triscuits. <laughs> you uh, performed at Bridgetown, too? Yeah, last year in uh, Portland. Very cool. Yeah, very exciting. Very cool festival. Have you guys ever been to Portland? I haven't. I want to. I- I'd much rather hang out there than in L.A., from what I gather. Yeah, well, you know, if, depending on sun, your, the amount of sunshine you want. Very little sunshine. <laughs> well, there you there, go. Well, you need a little bit. I, I guess, for the vitamin. If you run out of vitamins, you need to go there. Just go to the grocery store and get some vitamins if you run out of vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have grocery stores? In Portland? I can't picture it. In, I'm in, pretty sure they don't have grocery stores in Portland. <laughs> it's just the woods. Yeah. Do you think they're all, everybody in Portland is, like, stoked about Portlandia, or do you think that's sort of, like, blowing their cover? Hmm. Let me ask you this. Do you think the people of Lancaster County are loving Amish Mafia, or are they starting to get pissed off about it? Oh, that's another good point. 
I used to live in Lancaster County, and it didn't seem like there was any mafia there. Right. Or anything there. There was nothing there. Now, is this a real mafia or, like, just a group, and they call themselves the Amish Mafia? It's supposed to be Amish guys, but they, they like, drive around in Lexuses and stuff. Mercedeses, but it's okay. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> so just, just the hats and the beards, then. Yeah, but then they have, like, Uzis and stuff, but they don't actually commit crimes, from what I can tell. Huh. No, they commit crimes, but they don't get the police involved. They take care of it themselves. Right. Isn't this just the plot to witness with Harrison Ford? That's where they got it. <laughs> oh. But Who was the boy? He was famous. The boy? Yeah. He died. Oh, he's dead. Oh, I just made that up. <laughs> actually, that sounded real. I thought he died. Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> she, she's a snort. <laughs> <laughs> is that you, Milo? That wasn't me. I, didn't, I heard it. Raise your hand if you've snorted. Good thing this is audio. <laughs> there we go. You told the truth, and you still have anonymity. It was me. Carolyn, we need more snorting. I'm going to look up who the kid in Witness was. I'm telling you, I think you're right, Carolyn. I think he's dead. Well, that's a shame, and I feel bad. <laughs> you I weren't laughing. That. <laughs> is there Do you guys remember as... when, like, there was a rumor that Six from Blossom died? That was a rumor? <laughs> Six from Blossom. Her name is Jenna Von Oy. Yeah, she's not dead. Okay. That's the second time that Jenna Von Oy has come up on this show. That is not a joke. I found the guy from the kid from Witness, and his name is Lucas Haas. Is he all right? He's, he's still kicking. He's an, he's an inception. I just looked up the um, <laughs> Russ from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Huh? You should see him now. Oh, I have to see this now. Wait, <laughs> little young Russ, Russ Jr. No, the older one. Oh, God. that's I'm scared. Yeah. Be prepared, internets. Oh, boy. Everybody do this with us so that there's no dead air. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> oh, he also died. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, he looks good. Oh, man. I'm being serious here. Was cancer involved? That or meth. Oh, you know what? Forget my theory. Absolute meth. <laughs> if you can survive meth for a minute. You can... Hey, if you can survive being shrunk for a minute. You know, guys? <laughs> Nothing else will do. I think we have to find that baby that got blown up. Oh, my God. You know, I forgot no, what you... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we should move on. Sorry. Uh, finally, before we dive into the, uh, into the meat and potatoes here, the music tonight is going to be by Philadelphia's own Dr. Dog. Wow. Oh. And by the way, the album is called Be the Void. So that's where the tunes tonight are coming from. They are fantastic. Do you remember you had lettuce on while I was here? And I said, because I'm on the show, can you get me, you know, some sort of autographed copy? And you said, yes. Yeah. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm going to ask for it again. I'd like Dr. Dog. Because when else am I going to have a chance? They are right here in town. You can go, like, knock on their door, I think. Oh, they're Philly guys. They're in the phone book. Dr. <laughs> Dog, PhD. OBGYN, let's be honest. Not medical. Okay, they're medical. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, well, we've dilly-dallied enough. Uh, I think it's time for Craigslist Personals. Thank I'd God. say so. Right. do 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 you want to meet somebody's junk? So the first one is a man looking for a woman. Uh, he's 51 years old, and the title is Looking for Discreet Married Lady. Oh, that's, that sounds nice. I'm looking for someone like me, married and want to have a secret, discreet affair. This could be a one-time thing or ongoing from time to time. Looks and race is not important. BBW friendly. What's that? Uh, who wants to take it? Isn't it big, busty women? I think it's big, beautiful women, but I think it depends. Oh. <laughs> depends what circle you're in. <laughs> Bountiful. Uh, anyway, he's friendly to them. He likes BBWs. Uh, oh, somebody take the headphones out. Not I. 
Oh, it just came out. We're good. Carolyn, you're messing with us. I got flustered. You said BBW. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the first B or the second one? <laughs> w. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. All right. I'm a white male, friendly, very clean and honest, and so should you. Your dissection is assured. <laughs> if interested, please get back to me. Thanks. This all seems pretty straightforward, except that he confused the terms discretion and dissection in a very meaningful way. My spine just got tingly. Do you think that's just a um, autocorrect thing, or do you think that's a Freudian? Oh, dissection. Let's think of what it could have been. If he's putting Craigslist ads on the internet from his cell phone, that's just even more creepy. <laughs> BB dubs. He sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> he's saying these big words because he's hoping some BBW fine honey is going to look at it and be like, ooh, I don't know what dissection means. I'm going to give him a call. What if it's big-brained woman? Oh, what if it's like she he really likes the Butterfinger BBs and he's with, withdrawn, so it's Butterfinger BB withdrawn? <laughs> These women would have no idea. Why <laughs> would their faces be red? Well, he's, he's friendly towards the Butterfinger BB withdrawal people, so they're BBWs either way. I'm giddy like a child that we're saying Butterfinger BB. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I haven't said the word in 10 years. Butterfingers are some real bullshit. Why do you say? They're delicious. They are super delicious. But if you eat them at, like, Halloween, they get up in your teeth like nothing else on the planet does. Mm-hmm. They are made Sucks. stick stick right on the teeth. Like spackle. It's a joke by the creator. He hates kids. Bart Simpson's the creator, right? Bart. Oh, right. He's a mischief maker. Is that a thing? Yeah. He makes mischief. So there you go. <laughs> Problem solved. Next. Craigslist. <laughs> Everybody get yourself a Butterfinger and answer this ad because it's going to be fun. Oh, boy. Don't worry about it. Uh, the next one is also a man looking for a woman, 48 years old. Um, oh, my God. It's a good age. It's a good age. Specifically 48. Oh, he's 48. Yes. Oh, I thought he was looking. 47 is right out. I need 48 on the dot. The uh, name of the thing is Watch the News Lately. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> and it reads... Seeking a lady that is aware of what the future will bring, a survivalist. I would like to find a lady who is under 50 and capable of growing a garden and first aid. A lady that can operate and take care of a horse, tractor, a truck, and an ATV. Must be capable of self-defense. Trapping, reloading, and knife sharpening skills is a plus. <laughs> Looks not too important besides being in good physical shape, although big tits are a plus. Whoa! Oh. He just pulled that one out. Yep. Must currently be self-sufficient. If you have any equipment, send photo and description. We'll see about the relationship discussion after we get past these requirements. I hope you like the smell of diesel. Uh, smoke or drink? Okay. No drugs. <laughs> Don't be scared. Reply back to me. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't, Don't be scared. And the last one is criminals, gays, and blacks need not apply. Not my flavor. Wow. Whoa. Not my flavor. I don't think he was specific enough. I think he's going to get 200 responses and not be able to weed through. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got an ATV, and, well, I've already forgotten all of them. (laughs) It seems like there are just whole trailer parks of women that foot this bill, though. Oh, yeah. I love that somebody was, like, right on the fence, but they're a little bit scared. So he goes, don't be scared. Uh (laughs) Now, actually, I think what really is going to whittle this down is that he says no drugs. He runs a tight ship. It sounds like an episode of Wife Swap, and he's trying to get some crazy woman to, <laughs> to switch, switch wives with him and go to some really conservative uh, 
mod i don't know comedically specific if he was looking wife swap style i would imagine he already has one like this yeah. and he's looking for like a, a brooklyn hipster or something 48 years old <laughs> gotta be 48 <laughs> clean switch um what are some of the other I'm, I, they were all great but it was so detailed that i've forgotten some of the good ones the lady must be able to operate and take care of a horse, tractor, truck, and ATV. Operate a horse. You can, you can, anybody can feed a horse some grass, but if you, if you don't know how to operate the thing. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't, you can't operate a horse. Uh, he also says she must be capable of growing a garden and first aid. Well, that's just sweet. <laughs> Multitasking. I feel like any, any first aid you grow is going to violate that no drugs rule, though. Oh, right. All right, well, let's think about it. How do you grow, like, defibrillators? Well, it's easy. <laughs> That's it. Next Craigslist. <laughs> a creepy old man uh, gives you some beans. Yeah. And then you grow a defibrillator tree. If a giant is having a cardiac arrest, <laughs> you better get yourself a fine 48-year-old woman. How are you going to lift those paddles, though? Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to. Possible. But, but no, but then that 48 woman, she's got too many parking tickets, misdemeanors, no go. Criminal. Right. Oh, yeah, she's out. As am I, because I'm a black gay criminal. There, there is an elephant in the room, and I think it's the big tits are a plus. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. He was so, like, pragmatic during the rest of the, the post, and then it's just like, oh, also, I want some big old titties. <laughs> he realized he's the one doing, doing the demanding. Mm-hmm. So he might as well toss that one in there. So wait, what was the news about? Maybe because did... of the end of the, you know, the whole 2012 thing. Oh, well, you got to be able to breastfeed. Is that what he's going for? I don't think that's what he's going for. <laughs> we're, we're surviving when the when the Mayans kill everybody but us, and you gotta we gotta make a baby, and you gotta have big old titties. What if this is one of those weirdos that wants to drink breast milk, and this is his whole way of? <laughs> there is no more roundabout way of getting to the point. <laughs> Read the news lately? <laughs> Bring breast milk. <laughs> All right, well, on to the next. Uh, the next one down is a woman looking for a man. So we're going to flip the script. Uh, she is 26. Okay. The title is All It Takes Is One. Oh. Nice girl with a big heart looking for a sweet guy. I like baths and showers as well. Most people only like one, if that. Um, I like to keep my options open. Tired of being pushed around and mistreated. I want someone who respects me for who I am and knows how to treat a cute girl. Being able to listen to lots of opinions I might have when I'm drunk is always a plus. <laughs> this is the first sign. Yeah. So is knowing how to handle a gerbil. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I have seven, and they are like my kids. I love them a lot. Oh, God. Anyways, I will go now. If you want to know more, just ask. I'm an open book. I prefer at least six inches. What? <laughs> I can deal with less, but it's not near as fun. No small wieners, LOL. Wow. Just like the guy who kind of kind of slid in the request for big titties. She's like, <laughs> you know what? It would be pretty cool if we went minimum six inches, since yeah. everybody's on board with the gerbils. When I was first reading these and scanning through them, I saw the line about the gerbils, and I was like, oh, that's going up the butt. That's got to be going up the butt. I also assumed that. Well, you got a big heart. Maybe you need seven dribbles. <laughs> I feel like someone very sweet and genuine was writing one. It just says 26-year-old looking for a guy, for a sweet girl. And then, like, she left and, like, went into the shower and her roommate jumped on, you know, and made it a gerbil party with big dicks. <laughs> well, six, six inches. Is that yeah. a big dick? She said minimum six inches. I would Did you just ask? 
<laughs> not for me. It's for a friend of mine. Milo Shaft, everybody. <laughs> Curious number to settle on. She is not a four and three quarters lady. She's min six. <laughs> she had a couple like backhanded. She was like, I need a guy who knows how to treat a beautiful, sweet, and well-voiced young vixen. She like complimented herself. By accident. Accident. I don't think it was an accident. <laughs> I don't know. She's got a, She's got all those gerbils. Yep. She takes bats and showers. Yeah. Guess which ones the gerbils join her in. <laughs> I have to say the one. shower. Yeah. Can gerbils swim? That's a very good question. Could the marmot swim in the Big Lebowski? I think it could, but marmots, I think, are aquatic. Oh, true. And I don't think it was a marmot. <laughs> it was a ferret. Yeah, it was a ferret. Yeah. Gerbils, I want to say, like, the Picture a fat gerbil. There's no way that's swimming. Not a day goes by when I don't picture a fat gerbil. <laughs> I'm going to ask Siri on my phone if gerbils can swim. Fat gerbils. No, yeah, just gerbils. Can gerbils swim? Oh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know damn well what that means. Can fat gerbils swim? Searching for four, can fat gerbils swim? <laughs> Swint? S-W-E-N-T. Swint. Ask her if six inches is big. <laughs> is six inches big? Checking my sources. <laughs> she blushed a little bit. Six inches big? She wants me to search the web, but I'm not going to do that. How's she going to flip it on you? It's her job. I said this thing to have a British accent a while ago, just because I thought it would be funny. And then it didn't understand a word that I said to it, because it was expecting an English accent on my end. Yeah. Oh. Uh- it was the dude, right? I forget if it was. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's a dude. And then it's like, I'm sorry, I can't find that place because it's not in Britain. I'm like, well, fuck off then, dick. <laughs> he expects you to be in Europe, and I don't want to be in Europe. Yeah, we brought him here. Yeah. That's where he we, goes. We made him. Wait, wait, where do we Where do we make him? Where do we make Siri? Uh, oppressive factories in China. Small, China. small little rooms in China. Yeah, let's all get sad for a minute. Aww. But gerbils! <laughs> oh, we're back! <laughs> Siri searched the web for me about is six inches big, and it actually brought us to Yahoo Answers, of all things. Nice. Full circle. Number one answer is not big, not small, just right. <laughs> like a bowl of fairy tale porridge. <laughs> you feel better, Milo? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, last one of the Craigslist personals is a man looking for a, a woman. Uh, no age is given. I'm seeking a mature lady to fulfill my sugar mama fantasy. Come on. <laughs> Already doesn't believe it. <laughs> Qualifications. Must be physically able to have intercourse. Must have a house or car, because I have neither. <laughs> Must have good hygiene or lubricants. Uh, sexiness not required, but is a plus. I will, number one. Enter your house in a manner you see fit. <laughs> Number two, strip in a manner you see fit. As a courtesy, I request no thongs. Wow. <laughs> Which is nice, I guess. Three, remove your clothes in a manner you see fit. Light may be required to be turned off. <laughs> is it up to him? Or? God in heaven, I think. <laughs> uh, four, take an antidepressant to increase my stamina and to disconnect with reality. So that's why looks are not important. Yeah, I, I think this that explains a lot of this. <laughs> Number five, have sex for no less than three hours and no more than six. Wow. Positions, speed, kissing will vary. Uh, number six, you cook me a hot plate of your choice. I will decide on the attire you'll be wearing while cooking. 
Number seven, I leave. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically not staying after the meal. Not after the hot plate. No way. If this sounds like you, don't be timid on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. (laughs) You'll never get this chance again. That was a guy? Man looking for a woman. He was so polite at first. Well, he was like, to your liking, I'll enter anywhere in the house. So I don't creep you out. No thongs, because, you know, that's putting pressure. But also, four and a half hours of sex, hot plate of food, close your eyes, and I'm gone. It's creepy the whole time, but it's like Robert's Rules of Order creepy. (laughs) Was there drinks involved? It doesn't mention drinks. Well, jeez. Either drinks or bath salts, one or the other. (laughs) Here's what I think when I hear that. There's actually fucking girls out there like, oh, 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 uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep, let's do this. Wow. I'm telling you, there is. I'm not because I know. I only have a list of five things I need to be done, not seven. That's just fucking selfish. <laughs> he did get selfish. Now, when he says, enter your house in a manner you see fit. Um... Does that mean like walk or skip or creepy? <laughs> Back door only? Are you going to open the garage? Uh... I can either knock on your door with flowers or I can uh, climb in your window while you're sleeping and stroke your face with his six inch cock because that's big enough <laughs> nice yeah. it's gentle like hey i've got seven i got seven things we need to do now let's go i think it goes without saying but this is pretty degrading towards whatever woman answers this because the guy is like listen you don't have to be good looking so much so that i'm going to be taking some drugs <laughs> and then you should cook me dinner and then i'm gonna bounce but it's a it, it's at least not a 30 second show that's true let's say she she loves a good long session what are we looking at an hour <laughs> he said minimum three no more than six that's gonna be tough if you get to six and it goes over then it's like oh game off right. game over out. but first off if you get to six i don't even know what's happening anymore <laughs> Honestly. Do you like do you set like an egg timer for six hours and then when you hear the ding it's like high five, good shit, see you later? It's just when the sun comes up. Milo, you might be onto something. Maybe the only way he can finish is if he hears an egg timer. <laughs> Wait, you don't need an egg timer? Just oh. a guest a gesture's buzzer. I have a big hourglass. <laughs> you you watch the beads of sand slowly. Hey, this is getting personal, let's go. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, we're going to take a break. This is a song called Lonesome uh, by Dr. Dog from their album Be the Void. Uh, so please do enjoy it, and we'll be back in a minute. Rock. Better fucking like this song. That's rock. Aggressive. They will. Yeah, man. 
All right, guys. We are through Craigslist personals. Um, hey. I, uh, it's safe to say that probably everybody that answers these ads is going to get murdered. <laughs> They're all just murder ads. <laughs> That's the big secret. <laughs> all right. Next up, ladies and germs, is Yahoo Answers. So Yahoo joins the fight against evil, fighting all the bad guys and kicking their butts. So Yahoo, yeah! Woo! Questions. And again, just to do a brief explanation, um, the Yahoo Answers service, people can ask any kind of question they want, and then uh, people on the internet will answer it. We mostly deal with the questions, because that's really where where the comedy lies. Uh, the first one is asked by Broken Things 101 Oh, shit. How do I give a girl a good organism? <laughs> shut up. Shut up. I want to know some tips and tricks to trick a girl, huge boobs, I like, into me giving her the best organism she has ever felt. Can you type organism twice? Here's some more. It can be any girl, but has to be the best organism she's ever had. <laughs> like seven gerbils. <laughs> All right. He's going to need some ice cubes and a measuring tape. <laughs> What, what type of organism would you say would be sexy? Amoeba. <laughs> just a nice little amoeba. Um, in the middle of it, just blurt it out. Big boobs, I like. <laughs> also, the, the first sentence is um, specific on one girl. It's to trick a girl into giving her the best organism she's ever had. And then the next sentence is, it can be any girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about tricking a girl into having a fantastic organism. Um, tricking a girl? What does that even mean? Are girls trying not to have organisms? In my experience, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to pick a card. So, Milo, you're saying you got a David Blaner. <laughs> no, not David Blaine. What's the other guy's name? Chris Angel. Chris Angel. No. You Chris Angel, that bitch. <laughs> That is the answer to the question. You have to Chris Angel that shit. Chris Angel. Are you actually posting answers? No, we aren't. (laughs) I think it's for the best that these people never know that we're using them on a popular internet show. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's all anonymous, but still. I was worried for some reason, and that's that's the reason. Uh, Okay, how how old is this guy, first off? 34. Come on. Less. (laughs) Less. I would say 19 to 20. Really? I think Hurdle's thinking like 13. Really? Yeah. 13-year-old would know organism. What's happening? There oh, that's probably my dog. Aw. Another oh, organism. <laughs> oh. That's a good organism. Um, big boobs I like would tend to, I would say, yeah, teenager, tricking girls. Yeah, tricking girls. Yeah, maybe uh, nine, yeah. nine years old. <laughs> You might not even know what he's looking for. What if this is, like you said, Ken, a 34-year-old scientist of some kind that is using the word organism for real and is meaning baby? We're all <laughs> thinking he's an asshole, but he's really, he spelled it that same way multiple times. How do I trick her into having a baby? Ooh. Um, well, let's see. If you tell her she's pregnant, then she's got to have a baby with you. No, that checks out. Nine-year-old boy. <laughs> Give her, well, if, she, if he's nine, just give her some fucking candy. Not Butterfingers, though. Yeah, because that gets stuck in your teeth. <laughs> Can I make this about society? Yeah, please. <laughs> I do this at least once an episode. Um, legitimately. How old are kids having sex these days? Fifteen. Yeah. How about oral sex? Nine. Seven. Oh, seven. Seven. Accidentally, usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, babies are having babies now. There are babies everywhere. And They're then... organisms. <laughs> There are organisms everywhere, and they will be nine, ten years old before they start having organisms. It's a bad. I'm, I'm disturbed. That's my point. Eventually, though, when, when this all plays out, the kids are going to be out of the house when people are, like, 26. Right. 
That's pretty sweet. That's true. Retirement is 55 years. You have a good long run. Just to more than half your life sitting on that rocking chair. Yeah, actually, I just convinced myself. I think it's good that, that little children are having sex. You know what, Hurdle? You convinced me, too. All right. Let's sit on the porch on our rocking chairs and have some lemonade. All right. Society's back in order. Uh, the next one down is asked by Extreme B. <laughs> That's the right reaction to that. Um, how much Listerine does it take to get drunk? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Good God, no. So listen, I was over at my friend Dave's house, and his dad was drinking Listerine. So I asked him, isn't that just for your breath? But he says it can also get you drunk. So me and Dave have been drinking Listerine all day, and we (laughs) each finished about half a bottle. But we're still not drunk yet. How much does it take? Is he asking God up in heaven? Yeah, is he dead? I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm not drunk, Jesus. Let me rap with you, Jesus. <laughs> I need a good answer from you. Why does my <laughs> breath smell so damn good, but I'm not fucking half in the bag yet? <laughs> now, the real humdinger on this one is that they make Listerine now without alcohol in it. <laughs> oh, no. And I know because we have some because it's like it doesn't burn as much. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Right. So these motherfuckers might just be drinking some green minty water. I think it would be funny if the dad would put like wine coolers in his in a bottle. Like, I don't know, to be weird. I don't even know why he would do that. But let's say he did. Now the kid thinks that's how you get drunk, you know, and that's how, and that's how you kill your kid. <laughs> What, what kind of hard booze are you drinking that is just, like, bright, phosphorescent green? Uh, well, yeah. So this dad is just drinking absinthe. <laughs> In a Listerine <laughs> It's childproof. You have to squeeze that top. You have to pinch in the sides before you meet the green fairy. <laughs> yeah, you have to pinch in the sides. So this, uh, him and Dave have been drinking Listerine. <laughs> you called Dave out. <laughs> yeah, he really dropped the dime on <laughs> Hey, Dave Johnson. Me and Dave Johnson were drinking our Listerine all the time. That's my dog. I think the Mayans are back. <laughs> They're yeah. here. I'm a BRB white second. Did you say I'm a BRB white second? Ah, that's just racist. It has been a white second. Yeah. Are you having a drink, a drinky drink? No, I can't. You goody two shoes? No, I'm not too good shoes. I'm just I'm on the I'm on the third floor and all the booze are on the basement. And... Oh, you physically can't. I feel terrible. I like that you just said a whole sentence about not drinking and then you ended it with tooty good shoes. <laughs> this whole that whole question was trying to rope you into saying tooty good shoes. I think I'm gonna go to the basement real quick and grab a drink just so I can be a part of the gang. I'll be right back. Hey Chris. Yes. I'm probably gonna have to stop at nine. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's completely cool. We're doing like a musical chairs right now. When Milo Shafty returns, maybe I should take a stroll. Are you going to go get a drink? I have I have a couple. Okay. It's just been tradition, I think. It's like, I don't know how to go swimming without whiskey. <laughs> I don't know how to ride horseback without a hot cup of whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> you know how to operate a horse, though. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> but boy, howdy, do we do it. We all do it. I'm good. There he is. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. (laughs) Okay. How much listening does it take to get drunk? Enough. Good answer. (laughs) Next one down, and we'll actually make this the final Yahoo answer since Carolyn has to bounce here. (laughs) It's asked by Fire Dawn Archer. So take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) The the title is, How Can I Prevent Pearl Harbor from Happening? (laughs) Um... I have to do a presentation 
And I have to change history so that Pearl Harbor didn't happen. It, oh, wow. It cannot take more than 15 minutes to change. And one thing from the 21st century can be brought back. Can be brought back? So I think it's like a time travel thing. Like, you can bring something back from now oh. to stop Pearl Harbor from happening. <laughs> this is like a party question. If someone is hanging out at a party and they don't seem to be socializing, walk up to them. <laughs> hey, buddy, what object are you bringing with you to go stop Pearl Harbor? You have 15 minutes. <laughs> When I was researching this, I think the obvious answer and the one that popped into my mind uh, rhymes with nuclear um. Mm. What if you brought, like, huh, this is a Pro- tough question. You can bring back something from, like, modern times? Yeah. Right. Shamwell? <laughs> That's the best answer so far. Clean um, up that mess. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what is that you're cleaning up those dead bodies with? Oh, this? Just the sham wow. Watch as I squeeze it out. <laughs> oh, I hurt my stomach. What else can you bring back from the 21st century that would stop Pearl Harbor from happening? <laughs> All right, so are the planes, like, on the way? If you have 15 minutes, I think they're, they're they're on their way. What if you got to go back in time and boom, you're in Japan? Oh, like way before the fact. Yeah, like, the, he didn't say that day. He just said you have 15 minutes. What if you have a nice conversation with whoever's in charge? Emperor Emperor <laughs> We all know it. You bring a present for him, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody likes gifts. What's in that present? Shamwell. <laughs> you could bring him some of that Listerine absinthe. And then there you go. Nobody's making any decisions. Get him drunk off that Listerine. Although then Pearl Harbor would be December 8th oh. and much angrier. Absinthe hangover Pearl Harbor is the worst kind of Pearl Harbor. That's the worst. All right, I've got it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't. I was hoping if I said that, that the pressure to come up with something would, would have made me get it. That's what this whole show is. <laughs> How about just a nice gun? <laughs> just a, like a really good gun. And you're like, hey, I got I got a gun on you. And then all the Navy guys come and look at the guns. Oh, yeah, get them. Just get them out of there. Yeah, yeah. All they do is blow up the, you know, right there, that area. Whoopsie daisy, nobody's home. Hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. 15 minutes to get a party going inland. <laughs> All it takes is some bass music. Could they evacuate? They might be able to. You would need, like, like a megaphone or something. Right, bring a Oh, megaphone. there's the object. That's megaphone. The... Yeah. Everybody! Pearl <laughs> Harbor is about to happen. <laughs> um, side note. I heard that it could have been much, much worse, but on that day, it was super, super overcast, so the planes couldn't see, um... Oh, wait, no, that's why it was so bad. <laughs> wait a minute. I, I suck at history. Something about it being super cloudy, so, like, we didn't see them coming, or they didn't know, like, they, they overshot it or something. But it made it worse? Worse or way better. <laughs> Check the History Channel to find out. Um, what if the answer is, like, you can't... Pick a better project for school. You could probably, like, make a diorama, but he decided to do this instead. Right. He, he was asked for a report double-spaced and, like, Courier New, and he's like, ah. Let's take this a step off. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling Ted's excellent adventure this shit. Oh, that's the answer. It's just a guitar. <laughs> you make him pissed up on the way to when he's alive, and then you take George Carlin with you. That makes Pearl Harbor the greatest day of all time. <laughs> I, I buy that. All right. All right, well, I think we have to say goodbye to Carolyn for the night. But, uh, Carolyn, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, guys. Have fun in, in the at the Boston Festival. Yeah, do you have anything to plug? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, open mic every Monday at Urban Saloon. And um, you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Toilet Slave. <laughs> I have seven minutes left before you have to go. So what is the, the deal with that Twitter handle? Oh, it's, it's a song lyric from a 
a Fisher Spooner song, if you're familiar. <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, most people aren't. And uh, you know, it just stuck. <laughs> it seems like it would. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being here. And uh, everybody, uh, connect with Carolyn on Twitter. And um, what, what's your website, CarolynDusa.com? Yeah, you got it. All right. Well, there you go. Well, thank you so much, Carolyn. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Good. Have a good night. You too. Bye. I'm taking my pants off now. Nice. Lord of the Flies time. Hold on, wait. You you've been wearing pants? (laughs) Men, 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 men. Heavy the kid. Ooh, I got one. Is that an octave? That's an octave. Wait, ready? Hurdle, you gotta get in this. I have have a glass of wine. I'm gonna try though. Do the ringing around the around the edge with the with your finger. Why? Ooh, ooh. Oh, we got some Jethro Tull shit going. <laughs> I have to confess, I was making the noise with my mouth for the. Oh. <laughs> you sneaky Pete. I thought we had something there. I went from midnight to six. So you were at midnight? <laughs> well, as soon as it was just us guys. <laughs> Started tooting our bottles. I wasn't sure if I had a crystal wine glass or not, and the answer is I definitely do not. <laughs> no noise at all. Now I feel poor. Even though we ain't got money. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a good time to take a break. Um, this is these days. Okay. We didn't even do anything. Pull it together, Chris. <laughs> this one out freehand. I couldn't read my fucking words. I thought it said these dogs. And I knew it wasn't these dogs. Who let these dogs out? Who? Who? Doctor? <laughs> oh, this is going to be fucking awful. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner. Internet's Fan Fiction Corner!
Wait, oh. before we start, Milo, yeah. what, what did you grab? What did I grab? What drink? I grabbed one of those Bud Light blue platinum bottles because there was like that or fucking, what's that, Angry Orchard beer or whatever? Like the, no, 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 that hard apple, what is it, apple cider shit, what's that called? I think it's called apple cider. No, no, Woodchuck. How do you like them apples? Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be here all evening, Hurdle. Tip your waiter. Uh, that is exactly what I'm drinking. It's a Bud Light Platinum. That's weird. Really? We're brothers. I have a white wine that is just called Refreshing White. <laughs> oh. That sounds like that dude that didn't want gays, blacks, or criminals. Refreshingly white. I don't like it. We need some diversity. Get some black wine. <laughs> it just tastes like licorice. <laughs> All right, uh, so the Internet's Fan Fiction Corner, we're reading um, an enormous piece of fan fiction you can find online. It's called My Immortal. It's by a girl called Tara Gillespie, but this motherfucker is like 100 chapters long. We're up to chapter 27, and we're going to read the next three. Wait, who's doing Who's doing chapter 30? Uh, we'll just leave it off for now. That's okay. Oh, that was for uh, Caroline. Yeah, it would have been. What if we each did a line? coke right now <laughs> uh, we could alternate we could do popcorn we just say pop yeah popcorn what you ever done popcorn reading where you read a sentence or a paragraph and you go pop and then the next person goes okay I, I think that's perfect <laughs> okay kicking it off chapter 27 everyone in the room stated to cry happily draco lucian sirius and vampire all came to hug me the nurse started to give them medicine Come on, Enemy, said Professor Sinatra. <laughs> he was wearing a gothic black leather dress with a corset top and real vampire blood on it and fucking black platinum boots. <laughs> I have to tell you the fucking perdition. <laughs> perdition is a real word. I locked at Lucian, Seraphs, Drake, and Vampire. They nodded. I smelled happily and went into a dark room. I had changed. Professor Sinister uh, took out some black cards. She started to look into a black crucible ball. She said, Ebony, I see drag times are near. She said badly. <laughs> yes, she did. She peered into the balls. Yep. <laughs> you must go back in time. There you uh, go. Pearl Harbor. Call back. She took out a time toner like Bloody Mary had. When Valdemint was in Hogmorts, <laughs> before it became powerful, he got his hearthborn. Good God. Do you think he would still become Volksmort if he was in love? I shook my head. <laughs> you must go back in time and seduce him. It is the only way. If he is still evil, then you must kill him. You can come to my room tomorrow, and you can do it. <laughs> okay, I said sadly. I went outside again, sadly. Very sadly. What fucking happened? Asked Draco and Vampire. Yeah, what happened? Asked Darkness, Willow, and Bloody Mary. I was about to tell them, but everyone was there, celebrating Lucian and Sirius being fond. <laughs> everyone was proud of me, but I just wanted to talk to Draco. They were cheesing my name, and some reporters were there, trying to interview Dumbledore. <laughs> A banner was put up. Lots of fucking preps were there, obviously trying to be gothic. Even Mr. Norris looked happy. A black and red cake had been brought out. Crab and Goik set up some fireworks in the shape of skulls from Wesley's Wizard Wises. Ugh. I put on my invisibility coke with Vampire and Draco, and we sneaked outside together. A lot of people hope that what they're snorting is invisibility coke. <laughs> this is getting worse and worse and better and better. Chapter 28. We went into a black room. The walls were black with portraits of gothic bands like MCR, GC, and Marlon Mason all over them. <laughs> Marlon Mason. <laughs> He's an old detective. <laughs> a big black coffin was in the middle. Red velvet lined a black box. 
there were three chairs made of bones with real skulls in them. I was wearing a black corset brayer with purple <laughs> stuff on it, fishnet suckings, a black leather <laughs> thong underneath. Nice. Gotta have those fishnet suckings. <laughs> I sat down on one of the chairs dispersedly. So did Draco and Vampire. Are you okay? Vampire asked, putting his alabaster hand on mine. He was wearing black nail polish, naturally. I was wearing black nail polish with red crosses on it. Yeah, I guess, I said sadly. <laughs> Draco also put his hand on mine sexily. I smiled sadly with my black lipstick. The problem is, I have to seduce Volksmort. I'll have to go back in time. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Draco started to cry sadly. What a bitch. Vampire hugged him. It's okay, Ebony, he said finally. But what about me? You're not gonna break up or anything, are you? Of course not, I gasped. <laughs> really, he asked. Sure, I said. We Frenched sexily. <laughs> Vampire looked at us longingly. Then, I took off Draco's MCR shirt, and he seductively took off his pants. He was hung like a Stallone. <laughs> he had replaced the vampire tattoo that said ebony on it. Black roses were around it. I gasped. He looked exactly like Gerard Way. Vampire took out a video camera. I had said it was okay before. <laughs> I took off my clothes. Then we were in for the ride of our life. <laughs> I started fretching as we climbed into the coffin. He put his Spock in my you-know-what, and passively we did it. <laughs> Very passive. I love you, Ebony. Oh, let me feel you. I need to feel you. He screamed as we got an orgasm. He watched Vampire film everything perfectly. Suddenly, what the fuck are you doing? It was Snope and Professor McGoggle. <laughs> I can't even... You know what? I've heard her use that before. I've never heard her say, put that Spock right in there, passively. <laughs> oh, it's going to be cock, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cock. So she wanted to say cock. That was She was comfortable with that, but there's no good word. For the lady garden. For you know what? Very passively. You just kind of both trying not to move, but it was happening all the same. <laughs> you just have to wait for an earthquake. Right. <laughs> or just, you know, vampire shaking the coffin as he watched. I like that she explained that Vampire was cool for doing it before. Right. It wasn't yep. important for the story at that time. No. <laughs> but now here where we are in present day, she had to mention that off camera she told him it was cool. Yeah, because you don't have that, the luxury of explaining things when you're writing. No, you don't. <laughs> All right, chapter 29. Not sure I can increase the suspense any more than chapter 28. <laughs> oh, my Satan! We screamed as we jammed out of the coffin. Nat and Professor McGoonagall, which are two different characters than we're at the end of chapter 28. <laughs> Snap and Professor McGoonagall started to shoot at us angrily. That's terrifying. Come now! Preacher. Preacher. <laughs> Preacher McGongle yielded. We did, guiltily. We left the room putting on our clothes. Snoop garbed the caramel and put it in his pocket. I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what she's trying to say there. Hey, what the fuck? Vampire shooted angrily. Yeah, Buster. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing with the fucking camera? Draco demanded, all protective, looking at me longly with his gothic red eyes. Look, Dumble whore. That was your little secret, and if you do this again, then you will go to St. Mango's. So give back the camera. Ha 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 ha. The mystery of magic thinks he is crazy. There is no way they will believe him. Snoop laughed meanly. I could have done that laugh better. We, do it again. Do it again. 
<laughs> so shut your mouth, you insolent fools, yelled Professor McGoggle. There's so many professors in the room and preachers right now. She made us come <laughs> into a room with white stones all around it. There were all these wearied tools in it. Draco started to cry, all sexitive. <laughs> That's hard to do. I started to cry tears of blood. Vampire took out a black honker chef. <laughs> and then he and Snoop both took out guns using magic. <laughs> they started to shoot each other angrily. I took out my wand. Crucio! I shouted. Snap started to scream. He dropped a gun, but it was too late. Both of them had run out of ballet. Or ballets. Either way. I stopped a curse! Professor McGoogle did a spell so that we were all chained up. <laughs> wow, that happened quickly. <laughs> I thought we were celebrating a victory well fought. Uh, she took out a box of tools. Then she said, Okay, Cerberus, I'm going to go now. She left. Snap started to laugh, evilly. Vampire started to cry. It's okay, Ebony, said Draco. Evergreen will be all right. Remember the video you took of Snake? No, I don't, because it was Snoop and Snape. And a bunch of different things. <laughs> Snape laughed again, and then he took out some whips! Oh, boy. We, we had Professor McGoonagle, McGongle, Monagle, Mango. What if it was a preacher? <laughs> McGoggle? God damn, there's so many people in this chapter. <laughs> Vivid. All right, are we uh, popcorning that? this one? Is that what it's called? Popcorn, yep. baby. Good luck. Let's see how this goes. Actually, no, fuck this. Let's do one word at a time. <laughs> no. right. Okay, so it goes me, Milo, Ken, all the way through. Be on top of it. Chapter 30. No! We screamed. Sadly. Snap. Started. Loafing. Meanly. He took out a camera. Evilly. Then he came towards Draco. He took some stones out of his pocket. He put uh, stones around Draco and lit a candle. <laughs> this is going nicely. I think so. What the fuck are you doing? I shooted angrily. <laughs> Snoop laughed keenly. He pulled down his pantaloons. I gasped. There was a dork mark on his. You know no. what? I didn't know if that was one word. <laughs> He waved his wand and a knife came. <laughs> That's it. He gave the knife to me. You must stab Vampire. He said to me, if you don't, then I'll rap Draco. <laughs> this is how it was supposed to be read. <laughs> no, you fucking bastard. I yelled it. <laughs> But then Draco looked at me sadly with his evil gothic red eyes that looked so depressant and sexy. <laughs> he looked exactly like a pentagram between Kurt Cobain and Gerard. Right smack in the middle. Yep. yep. But then I looked at Vampire and he looked so sexy too with his gothic black hair. I thought of the time when we screwed and the time I did it with Draco and Dumbledore. That was a word away. <laughs> Came 
and the time where Draco almost committed suicide and vampire was so sportive. <laughs> Snipe laughed angrily. He started to pray to folk some more. He started to do an incapacitation. Oh, that's a real word. Incapacitation. <laughs> uh, dancing around the strokes, whipping Draco and Empire. Suddenly, an idea I had. I closed my eyes and using my vampire powers, I sent a telepathic. No, it's telepathic. Yep, telepathic. Telepathetic. <laughs> I think you're giving her you're giving her too much credit. I know. It's telepathetic. <laughs> Massage to Draco and Vampire. So they would distract Snape. <laughs> I want a telepathetic massage. <laughs> Dumbledore will get you Draco shooted. Yeah. Just wait until the minstery finds out Vampire yelled. Meanwhile, I took out my wand. You ridiculous Donderhead! <laughs> Snoop yielded. He took off all of Draco's clothes. Just as he was about to brave him. Rocio! I shited, pointing my wound. Snoop screamed and started running around the room, screaming. Meanwhile, I grabbed my block mobile phone and sent a text <laughs> to Sirius. I stopped doing crucial. <laughs> she was doing crucial? Every which way. Uh, you, Dunderhead, I'm going to kill. Shouted Snape. But suddenly Severus came. Yep, you would. Snake! Put the whip behind his back. Oh. Hello. Sev. I was just teaching them something. <laughs> he lied. Oh. Oh, boy. The reader knows that he's lying. Yep, that's good writing. <laughs> that's the first time we've ever said that. <laughs> but suddenly, Lucian and Professor Trevor Trevlery... <laughs> came into the room and they and Sirius unlocked the chains and put them around snap <laughs> then Professor Trevallery said come <laughs> uh, Ken say yours again come on Ebony let's go to be continued dun 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 that was a scary story, you guys. Right? There's a lot of rape and bloody tears. <laughs> then everybody was mad and got angry, but then they were there was more coming and <laughs> the amount of coming in each one of these chapters is astounding. <laughs> Snape was in the scene and all of a sudden Snoop comes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the most poetic readings of a chapter we've ever done. Oh boys. Well, guys, we made it all the way through. We did right. it. We only lost one person, which isn't bad. Every three men need a lady. Three men and a lady. Right. Well, first off, I want to thank uh, Mr. Ken Swanson for being here again. Thank you so much, Ken, for being on the podcast. Always, always a pleasure. Never invite other people. I won't. All right. Uh, I also want to thank um, our new friend, Milo Shaft. Hey. 
Thank you. Don't be afraid to get your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> I won't be afraid of it. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure you know how to operate it. Yeah. Uh, I also want to thank um, the dearly departed Carolyn Busa. <laughs> she was, she was great. And then she was gone like a ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Ghosts. I'm going to start just using the wrong words, just like the author of this story. I don't afraid no gokes. <laughs> Back then, you couldn't call anybody racist. Mm. It was 1984, okay? Sigourney Weaver was a sex symbol. Winston was lucky to have that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, ghosts were real. That they were, Ken. That they were. Thanks again for having me. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> uh, just a reminder, uh, you can find past, past and future guests, maybe, Carolyn Busa at uh, carolynbusa.com and at Miss Toilet Slave on Twitter. She got out of here in a hurry. Um, I want to thank Dr. Dog. (laughs) Dr. Dog, we love you. Philly loves you. The rest of the country likes you. (laughs) The songs you heard were from the album Beat the Void. Uh, So look that up and buy the songs on iTunes or Amazon.com. Nowhere else ever. Finally, I want to put a quick plug in for friend of the show, Beth Beverly, who was on a few episodes back. She is starring in a show on AMC called Immortalized, and you can check it out uh, Thursday nights in February on AMC. Dude, good for her, man. Moving on from this podcast. <laughs> it's like I'm a mama bird. <laughs> You're so proud of your chicks, but off I they go. Puke in everyone's mouth, and then I throw them out of the nest. <laughs> Into success. Hurdle, Milo and I aren't going anywhere. I know, I know you're not. Don't you worry. We'll be keeping you alive one day with our the warmth of our breasts. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, that's the end of the show. Let's say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, that was fun, right?